Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Get ready to match the stars from the Tony Randall Show, Hans Conry, Brett Summers, Charles Nelson Riley, Sarah Kennedy, Richard Dawson, from the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Betty White, as we play the star-studded Big Money Match Game 77. And now here's the star of Match Game 77, Gene Raymond. Hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. Now you know the rest of the story. And that's why I don't send dick pics. All right. Well, There's a lot of stories he has that ends that way. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stories. So many stories. <clears throat> well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys and a lady. Hey, now. Hello. What's up? I am Gustav Montblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am America's favorite heavy longmire. You're America's favorite heavy longmire or heavy longmire America's favorite? <clears throat> I am... The one and only Heavy ah, Longmire, America's favorite. There you go. So and we have a guest tonight. Once again, she came back to the Longmire Studios. <laughs> the LifeLock Studios. For a third here. appearance. Boy, they are stuck on that LifeLock Studio bit. I mean, they've been running that. How many years has IGB been around, Megan? Seven. And they have been as beating that horse been for a long time. They love it. Uh, I mean, I guess. Mean, I, I mean, she said it's one of the opens. I know. It, it's just one of those things that they, they've stuck to. We keep the buckwheat is dead. I mean, I can't I say I enjoy anything. that, and I, I love the music. That was my contribution. I was think it? I Yeah, I think I suggested buckwheat is dead at the okay. beginning, right? I can't remember. Right, how. At least I, I think you did. I think you may have. I can't remember how we got Do you want to guess if TC there. knows who that is talking? Piscopo? The, Piscopo? What? What? The buckwheat is dead is Joe Piscopo being... Fake Ted Koppel. Ted Koppel. Yeah, no, he doesn't. For those of you who on haven't Saturday seen it, Saturday Night Live. 
Right. It's a show that's on NBC for the last 40-something years. Oh, okay. As I just said, I was Gilly for Halloween right. a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put, that'll be the, the uh, cover art for this episode. Gilly. <laughs> yeah. You as Gilly. My eight-year-old does Gilly a lot. I mean, she didn't mean to, but that's what she sounds like. The thing I like about this is right. that we have we have more pickled jars than usual on our table. I know. I like that. At least three more than usual. Oh, remind me to tell you I've got a, a nice new pickled egg recipe Ooh, to share with you. you? Okay. Pickled egg. My I da- yes, my dad, why do y'all make pickled eggs? No. My why dad not? shared this one with me, and it's a good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was going to bring Kool-Aid pickles, but couldn't find them oh. because you guys Make your own. Them. I didn't have time. Uh, I was invited yeah, I very wait. last minute. Gus. I gave you like a week. All right, next That's time we get enough, together. Long enough time to make Kool-Aid pickles. I might have given you two weeks. You did not. Next time, it's it's uh, Kool-Aid pickles and pickled eggs. High five. Are and Gustav doing... has to eat one. Uh, and I'm not eating a pickled egg, Yes, no. you are. Look, I don't drink because I stand up against the tyranny of peer pressure. Right. I'm not going to s- buckle under that <laughs> at 43 years old to the peer pressure of these two jerks to eat a pickled egg. What a square. Such a square. Don't let him talk to you guys like that. What are we going to... Man, I'm feeling JFK talk. You oh, well, hold on. Well, we got Megan talk first. Oh, I do have a JFK story in my family. Well, let's we finish. I do, too. Okay. It's very good. So let's what if get... it's the same story and we're actually oh, related? Oh. That would be so wild. That would make that uh, that awkward uh, make-out session a moment ago really way more awkward. Why was now. it awkward? Yeah. It was just weird to watch. Don't be jealous. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> We got one supporter here. Okay. I am Gustav Montablanc. I am Ty Webb. Oh, we already you already did this. Did- <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> I just regurgitated. There, there, there's it's a, just a re- reflex. Drink. And are you going to do the lasers? You haven't been doing the lasers. I'll do the lasers. Yeah. Pew, pew. I'm tra- Because I was listening to all the old episodes where you'd actually add them in there, and well, now I'm just. I feel like, you're not, I feel like you're not giving 110. Okay. Exactly. The hard drive crash has been hard on old. Okay, a um, right. lot of excuses. I need a lot more products. And I watched about. She don't want to hear about the labor pain. Just like show her the baby. Exactly. I don't know what excuses are like. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one. I got a couple, and they all stink. And they all stink. I spent. A couple of hours watching old Simon and Simon episodes, trying to find really? I love the Simon and Simon music that I used. The that you know every yeah, once in a while yeah. just transition. I can't find it. I mean, this is a this is a real situation I'm going through, trying to rebuild after the hard drive crash. Man, Simon and Simon theme song is a top fiver. First, okay, first, yeah, the second uh, season is great. But man, I love that first season where it's got that kind of mariachi band. Yeah, I like that, Megan. Hey, it's a mariachi band. <laughs> a mariachi band. I guess I don't know if anybody's ever told you this on like with computer stuff. Back it up, like have back multiple backups back up. of stuff. Hey, thanks. Okay, just it was this is like that Sex in the City episode where Carrie doesn't back up her work. She loses all of our articles. She's getting three blinking white guys right now. Well, whatever, Gustav. Saw Sex in the City. I've movie, seen so. some of it. Really? I've yeah. Back it. when Mrs. Gustav used to watch it, I'd watch it. He too. blames good? her, but he no, enjoyed it's, it. It's not. All, it's not good. Hey, at all. I just don't like that horse face gal. I don't like the horse face gal either. But I do have always found. Did you like her on Square hot. Pegs? Huh? Yeah, I did like her on Square Pegs. Because Square Pegs was great. What and that, that's another good theme song. Thing. 
Oh, yeah. That's huh? Square picks. Square picks. Uh, Square. Yeah, Kim Square. Cattrall is hot. Yeah, Jamie Gertz. Also in Twister. Also in Lost Boys. Also, also in my in... family album. What? I don't know. Oh, no. He was in that one night of Dan. Better off dead? Is that, oh, is that yeah. it? Better yeah. Off... She or was, that... or was, was she in God One Crazy that... Summer? She wasn't in that. No. Who's, she who was, was in, she was in the one I did Dan. Demi Moore was in One Crazy Jamie Summer. Demi Moore was in You know yeah. what movie sucks? The Juror. The Rural oh. Juror? No, the juror with the Alec Baldwin. Moore. Yeah, Moore, I can only get through. No, like, I like Alec it's Baldwin. It's a good book. Well, I like Alec Baldwin. I like Demi Moore sometimes, not like in the G.I. Jane right. striptease era. No. I don't like it when she got the fake tits. Yeah. What's your feeling on about last night? Another one in the group of movies my parents shouldn't have taken me Boy, to. Boy, they should not have taken you to that. The opening scene was quite the eye opener for middle school tie. Man, I haven't seen that in a long I've time. I've never seen that. What is it? About last night, it's got Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Jim Belushi. Okay, it's Elizabeth uh, Perkins, I think. Yeah, I think it's Elizabeth Perkins. There's some sex in there. Ooh. Oh, yeah, plenty of that. Yeah, not last night. Noting, it's just like watching. Hey, it's like it's like I'm talking. feeling an episode. Uh, yeah, exactly. Have you want to come on for that one too? <laughs> Boom! Yeah. I've Absolutely. been trying to get her to do old porn, like Debbie Does Dallas, you know, stuff like that. How about Valley of the Dolls? How about Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Yeah, that that's the good one. How about Welcome to the Dollhouse? How about Welcome Back, Cotter? Can we do a Welcome Back, Cotter episode? You diverge and not do movies, and you do... Man, I had a crush 70s. on Mom in that. Who's, yeah, she was... Is that Sydney Poitier? wife, I guess. She wasn't a no. mom. No. What's that one? That's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Very different than Welcome Back, Cotter. Completely different. Completely different. I don't remember Sidney Poitier being in Welcome Back, Cotter, but he might have made a cameo. A whole different role in in, uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It'd be some of that KJ-themed <laughs> stuff. John Sebastian wrote that I'm theme song. I'm backing Also, the guy on the steps in Animal House when Bluto comes up and smashes, smashes his guitar. Yep, that's true. Classic scene. These are all true facts. What do you got, Megan? Heavy's had enough. <laughs> the panic look. I thought we were going to Twitter questions. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we tipped our hand and said, hey, we're having Megan come on. Let's get some Twitter questions. You think it'd be a good combo for me to eat the York patty, the take five, some of those peanuts, and then hit it with one of these okra chasers? I finished all the peanuts. Okay. Never mind. There goes that You don't have the runs. The runs? What's that? Trots. Hershey Swirts. (laughs) Mark. (laughs) Bubble Guts. Okay. We're good. (laughs) Scurvy. (laughs) I don't think you know what scurvy so is. So let me ask you a question about this, though. Have you guys ever heard the song, the diarrhea song? Like turning around first and you feel something yeah. burst yeah. diarrhea. So, and I, I mentioned this one and TC had never heard it. The when you're driving in your Chevy and you feel something heavy. No, yeah. 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 He looked at me like I was fucking crazy. How, How many times a day does that happen? Yeah, I was about to say. A lot. <laughs> Nobody understands me. We understand you. Yeah. I do. My dog understands me. Ty definitely understands you. Listen, I we don't want to get into it. We've got a connection. All right. Um, <laughs> boy, y'all do ever have a connection. She didn't have to do a spit take on that. but I had a little tickle in my throat. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that there. Oh, man. One Valley Butcher. Long time. No, all right. Listener. Valley. The man that pointed out that Heavy sounds like the Sheriff of Nottingham, the Disney Robin Hood. Yep. Yes. Here I come, ready or not. Well, greetings from your friendly neighborhood tax collector. 
That was voiced by Pat Buttram from Green Acres. How great was yeah, Roger Mr. Miller Haney. in that, though? Roger Miller, that was great. Oh, it's super. That's still one of my favorite cartoon movies. What was Mr. Haney's real name? Pat Buttram. Pat Buttram. Or if you want to I'm, say Buttram. I met the female version of Hank Kimball uh, a couple of weeks ago. Have you ever seen an episode of Green Acres? Oh. No. Oh, it's a great show. Golly. Fucking millennials. Come on there, Mr. Haney. <laughs> when am I supposed to see that? Like, what would that be on? I used to be TV on TV Land or something. TV Land. TV Land. I told you I've sling TV. Well, Some, you can find Green Acres somewhere. I don't want to find it. One TC Fleming can torrent you some Green Acres. You know, yeah, or Heavy can give you a that flash was, drive. He's never been uh, officially charged in that crime. Valley Butcher circumstantial evidence there. Asks, what's your thoughts on haunted houses? Okay. Okay. Fuck no. Real or or commercial? Any. Any, any and all. I hate haunted what houses. About the, what about the haunted house at the fair? No, I hate haunted houses. We had a off. super scary ass haunted house where we grew up that was an old, it used to be an old hospital. Was it really? I, never, I was always too chicken shit to go in. Oh, it was scary as fuck. Dude. Was it? Yes. I, I once... Once I actually went in. The other times I would just stand out there with my buddies. And no, I yeah. think I went through twice. And that thing. They would. That was place a, alone. Like during the daytime. Yeah, in the middle yeah. of the summer. That place right, was let's scary. Set, let's set the scene here, Megan. Okay. Over in the. Heavy not loves to so set good the scene. part of town. But not that bad. But not that bad. Mm-hmm. There was an abandoned hospital. back. It was an old community hospital. Yeah, it had been the hospital in this small town. Where a lot of our parents were born. Parents friends were born. Yep, were born. Scary-ass green color. Yeah, it had it, been it, abandoned for about 20 years at 20 that point. years. They just boarded it up and walked away. So when we were kids, every year, the local fire department would host a haunted house. A haunted house at this old hospital. And it was... Complete with real hobos. Three stories. Well, I don't think we ever went up, it, up on the two third. stories. I, I think you just went into two. Okay, Maybe you even stayed on one on one floor. Well, I'm just saying the hospital yeah, itself. Yeah, the hospital itself. Yeah, was yeah. three. Was it one of the three stories tall? Well, you had the, kind of. But a, there was a basement. Kind of a basement. Yeah, and then two above. above. But, but the first floor was raised up because it was like yeah. a. And it was just. I mean, just it was one of those when you walked from. Like the junior high over to the high school kind of thing you walked with. I mean, it was just always spooky. And yeah. back then it was out in a field all by itself. It was, yeah, it was it in a probably... It condemnable. A, yes. Oh, it was absolutely Well, eventually they burned it down in a control burn that I wore a jumpsuit to. Yeah, I remember that burn. It was set Mark on about Ryan. a 8-acre lot, probably. Just was a, it that big? I don't yeah. think it was that big. I was thinking big. more like about 3. 3 or 4 is what I'm guessing. Okay, what the fuck ever. <laughs> We will call each other on some bullshit. <laughs> we'll argue about acreage. It's set on about a four acre lot. That's the title of this, arguing about acreage. <laughs> and uh, it was all grown up. And like every year about, you know, the first of October, the firemen would just start moseying in there, setting up, and cleaning up. and Clearing and out the possums. Clear, yeah. Clearing out the clearing hobos. Out those hobos and the homeless people and possums and raccoons and sturdying up floors so that they could host this haunted house, which I was always way too chicken shit to go into. Well, this is in an era... Because I had heard lots of... Because what was even scarier about it is all of us had heard, heard stories from our parents or grandparents... About that place being haunted. Well, about bad stuff that happened in that place. Yeah. I mean... Kind of like the, an old vet clinic kind of story. Well, you know? I mean, and one of the doctors... 
who was a prominent doctor in the town back in the 40s and 50s, early 60s. He did lots of experiments, and he had his own clinic, but he also did, he also worked at the hospital. You remember when my family member bought the house where that doctor had the combination clinic yeah, and yes, house, yes, and they yes, actually yes. lived there? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. that I remember going in there. That was, yeah. that was a freaky place. They All did. kinds of stuff went on in that clinic, man. This and this, this doctor was brilliant. I mean, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And I wish there's things to show how brilliant he was, but I can't tell because it'll give way too much away. But uh, as far as people that were his clients, sort of a Murnau kind of fellow. And, uh, but he, but he was a he was a mad scientist. I mean, he was he did some crazy shit. And so we and we grew up hearing these stories. And then here's this haunted house of where some of this shit happened. And, uh, yeah. Crazy. Well, it was a local fire department, and so they knew who you were. Oh, yeah. And this was not a time of, this haunted house, they don't touch you. They'd fucking grab you. Oh, yeah. And pull you back behind something. Yeah, I mean, they'd drag you off in other rooms yeah, and stuff. It was, yeah, and they're running chainsaws. There was nothing PC know, about this yeah, haunted it was, house. It was scary as hell. And, you know, and we were what, middle school? Yeah. They burned it down. They didn't burn it down until we were in college. Were we in college when they finally burned it? I think it was college. High school or college, it was sure. It, I think it was. It was nineties. It might have been it was, your high school and our first year of college. Okay, I think maybe so. I think so. You remember the nineties, Megan? Vaguely. What, what year were you born, Megan? You don't get do mad. This, don't do this to no, us. No, I want to hear it. Go ahead, trust tree. Nineteen eighty-five. Oh, no, that's my not. God. That's not this. No, no, I thought oh. you were. Oh. Right. Listen to these motherfuckers. God. Yeah, I would never dirt. disrespect you like that, Megan. It's not as young as I thought. Yeah. No. Because you look very young. Oh, yeah. shut up. The, uh, <laughs> shit talk. I remember my grandpa that telling me. That old lay is really paying off. Yeah. It's Nivea. I remember you. my grandpa telling me this story where he was, uh, he was known around town. He was, he was, of course, a, he, he was a Longmire. He was, a, he was a Mason and all this good oh, stuff. Oh, my, my grandfather was a Mason too, bro. Right. A lot uh, of hidden stories. When's and, uh, Heavy going to ask to be one? Well, the, uh, oh, I think he already is. I remember he my grandpa telling no, because he, Tell us all about He'd all wear the hat. <laughs> right, all the time. My He'd grandpa's telling me he, he got this phone. It was in the fall or winter or something like that, whatever. Cold, rainy night. He gets this phone call from this doctor that I was talking about who knew my grandpa's blood type, which evidently was <laughs> Never one, one, well of, known. one of the rarer ones. Of course. And, uh, of course. <laughs> unique. Said, uh, yeah, very unique. Very unique bunch. Tremendous. And uh, the best of blood. said, times. hey, I need you to come down to the hospital to give blood. Just in it's, the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. This guy had been in a wreck. Okay. Sure. My grandpa shows up at the hospital. They go down in the basement. There's this guy laying on the table that's obviously suffered some severe trauma. The doctor who had some substance abuse issues was in full-fledged substance use. Otherwise known as intoxicated. Uh, he liked. The pharmaceuticals. Well, yeah, you still this get intoxicated like, by that. Yeah, this right. sounds like the, the opi- dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. The guys. opioid hey, crisis. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, call back. And, we'll be uh, there in a minute. Well, anyway, the doctor proceeds <laughs> to you know hook up, my, have my grandpa sit down on the in this chair beside the gurney. Uh, gurney is a funny word. <laughs> hook, you know, ask me that. Hook, hooks a hook, <laughs> sticks a needle into him, hoses him up, and j- which I don't know how transfusions work. But it's just a, it's just it's just a direct it's just a direct feed into this guy. Huh. He's just giving him 
I mean, I would think you run it through a machine to filter yeah, stuff. Clean no, that's not how it works. But, and, uh, but I don't think you do direct transfusion. Yeah, like you would but go with into a blood bag type and then go as unique this. and clean as yeah. your grandfather's, there's no need for filtering. That's, that's true. Protocol. That's true. Okay. I never even blood. thought about so, that. So back then, well, things, then, then, well, then the guy died different. right there on the gurney with my grandpa <laughs> sitting there. Which could have been killed him. We just kind of rushed to the end of that. So it was a long setup, and then just kind of the long the hooked up to the lawman's grandpa hey now died in that hospital from an experiment gone bad by that doctor on the mom's side or the dad's side dad's side had to be the dad's side the dad's daddy oh yeah yeah uh, because dad mom's side was was still still selling the patches yeah the dad's daddy's an experiment gone bad i'm i'm i did not know that so i'm interested to hear more about that off air right I, that's, that's all I've ever known. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, it's one of those that even amongst my family is not talked about. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have transfusion talk another time. Right. It's always in the wings. I, I'm not a. I mean, it was a scary haunted house. I've been to some haunted houses as an adult, and Mark? it's just kind of. Eh. I don't do them. I don't get the point. Like, you want to be scared? Like, I don't get that. Now we have. It's friends. not exciting to me. We have friends that are big into our. No, we. My wife and I have friends that are big into haunted houses. They go down to Waxahachie and shit. And in fact, at the time of this recording, they took my two youngest with them because best friends with the the two daughters are friends. They went to a haunted house, you know, like and it's yeah. like a, a big to do. You really want to have a good time? Take them over there to Jefferson to some of those real haunted houses, right? Yeah. Have I had a buddy heard... and his wife that stayed in one of those one night, and they left that night really? because they were laying in bed, and they heard something creaking, and they they had, like, the TV was still on, so there was just, like, a dim light in the room, uh-huh. and they both, they were laying down, they both just, like, looked up and saw a little boy sitting on the end of their bed. Wow. They said, we are getting our ass out of here That's right awesome. now. Wow. Well, have you ever heard of the one, Mrs. Longmire showed it to me a couple of years ago, it's one out in California that runs... Year round, and there's a waiting list, and it's pretty pricey. Pretty well, pricey. Well, it's Cali. Pretty pricey, and you have to sign all kinds of waivers, right, to go through it. And it's like extremely intense. I I cannot remember the name of it. I'll I'll look it up. So maybe you can add it to the notes or something. Okay, but uh, add that they have to a, the notes. They have a pretty good website like- that explains <laughs> that explains. I part like of websites. What they, Part of if you like websites, you know they explain okay. part of what's going on here, and it's like we're—I mean—they do touch you and they'll put, throw stuff on you and all kinds of stuff, and it's—they'll it's extre- mix you. Extremely intense. Okay, so that's a good segue to what are we going to do next? Uh, well, we got more questions. <laughs> One, Ray Ranfield asks, is it a requirement that when there is a guest on Can You Hear Me that the recording must take place in either extreme heat or extreme cold? I guarantee you Ray Ranfield has been through one of those religious haunted houses where they show you like abortions The and hell stuff. house yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, that shit pisses me off has. so bad. I guarantee he's been through the one of those. He, he may have worked at one. <laughs> he may be at one right now. <laughs> Call him. All right. So, yes, we only have guests when it's inhospitable. Which is funny. The first time Ray Ranfield was here was last December when it was cold. And then he came this summer when it was hot. 
when it was extremely hot mm-hmm. out here in the studios. And the first time Brad came for the Blood Meridian episode, he had sweat so much that I had to give him a shirt. I mean, I was giving him yeah. a shirt anyway. But he right. walked in with a soaking wet t-shirt And then on. he came back for Sad Clown Painting, and Sounds it was hot. hot then. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And now Megan's here. And I'm doing little, fine. It's a little chilly Thank outside. You. Thank you, Megan. I like it this temperature. I do, too. It's good cuddle weather. But just get out of her lap. <laughs> I haven't heard that safe word yet. (laughs) One, Thomas Ginsburg has a question for Megan. Okay. Tommy boy. What's the most quote-unquote 903 thing you've ever done? Oh, I'm interested. Uh, So, country. Let me, yeah, country. I was like bringing a crusher to this podcast, two of them. Boom. There you go, Thomas. That's that's about it. That's about it. I mean, I saw that. Is that what that's called, a crusher? Yeah, because then you just like, bam. I've never heard it called a crusher. I hadn't either, but I was just playing along. Okay. Trying to be he was cool. trying to be cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, crushes. Maybe that's what they call them in the Hispanic community. <laughs> Even if you tilt your oh, head, if you're still talking into the mic, we can And I will you. listen to this episode. And no. I'm going to amplify it so it normalizes yeah. all the volume. Okay. I tried to do that to make sure. Um, I get no respect. When, we, when, we, when you go shooting with us someday, Boom. that'll be some 903 activity. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't. I don't really. Because 903. She makes pickles. Oh, is that 903? Yeah, that's pretty 903. That's pretty 903. That's pretty 903. Have you ever put out a cigarette right before walking into a grocery store barefooted? No. Okay. I wear shoes. Do you wear your pajama pants to the Walmarts? I'm not answering that. Boom! (laughs) We got a fellow 903er in the house. (laughs) No, TC's always really, uh, I guess. I can't think of the word. Just shocked at how quickly I'll go into my pajamas after getting home. And I'm like, I've been in my work clothes for eight hours. Like, you have a shift of 10 to 3. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I want to get in my comfortable clothes. Get off my ass. And then if we go somewhere where there's like a drive through like if you go to Brahms or something, I'm like, I'm not putting my clothes on for that. No. You just go naked? You don't even need to. No, I've got pajamas on on and my shirt and a jacket or something. That'll get you on the sex offender list. You go through the drive through naked. (laughs) Not me. It is pretty amazing how quick the women will s- switch clothes when they get home from work. Yeah, I do not. Unless, that's like a Superman type yeah. situation. No, that's it's, w- I've done it to where, because he has the electric car, so he has to charge it. So he has to get the cord out and like do this or whatever. But I'm already that's like. That's not 903. No, that's. Yeah. Very well, we're burning leaded out there. Well, so he has like, we have like the way that our garage is, it fits two cars in there. So like. For, well. me, to, for me to get out, I have to get out before he goes in. So Still I get out like and I'm like. me. No, 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 no. I'm saying like. You can't even get two Hot Wheels in here. <laughs> He's got two Hot Wheels. That's a big wheel right there. You want to go. I'm going to drive that big wheel next time you go yeah. smoke. <laughs> but, um, no, so like, I'll literally, while he's charging the car, I'll have like gone and changed my pajamas and he comes in. And he's like, how on earth did you do that? I'm like, now, it's comfort. We don't have to wear bras. Mark. You really don't. I'm, I think that's. One of the things that I think women are so quick to go change is they to do get that seem bra. like torture. It's uncomfortable, and it's like it's uncomfortable if you don't have it on because then right. you feel naked. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I, agree. I don't, I don't know who invented them, but I'd like to shoot them. It was Bob Bra. I think it was Bob Bra. <laughs> My big, grandfather, big bra. Bob Bra, of the Pennsylvania Bras. Yeah, I think, of course. <laughs> oh, I have noticed that that the the women are they. Quick to get that change. Well, in. and do you think that you guys are wearing more comfortable clothes? Like, you think that's what it is? Not when I get home from work. Now, Ty's the best dressed. Well, you're wearing of us, a speedo, but, but but generally, that's you true. know, if I'm if I'm at 
at a client. I mean, I usually I've take my goggles s- off when I walk in. You know, slacks and a dress shirt, boots. And then I come home and I change into my home slacks and dress shirt. <laughs> you change into your your full Mr. Furley right. silk pajamas. But like if you're wearing your Mr. overalls, Rogers you don't need to right. change out of them. Out. Yeah. I would wear those overalls all day. You know what I mean? Well, like, I don't get to wear these overalls when I'm at a client. Well, okay. clients. Clients. Now, since I've been working from home the last year, I do find it necessary. You got to, if you work from home, you got to get up and get dressed. Yep. I've always heard that. You cannot do it Not in your true. pajamas. You can't take a conference call naked. You can't do oh, any of that shit. I go in my pajamas all the time. No, you got to put on. I mean, you don't have to put on slacks and iron your shirt, but you need to at least put on real pants and at least a t-shirt. Like if I if I, I had an uncle that worked from home for years after after being on Capitol Hill for years. Well, well, and, uh, I know which uncle you're speaking of. Yes, and I do he too. said, uh, I was like, how do you do that? I don't think I can work from home. He's like, I get up every morning, I eat my breakfast, I put on my slacks, put on my shirt, put on my tie, sit down at the computer, and I work. He said, I, if I don't get dressed, I can't work. Yeah. A lot of those old school radio guys would do that. You know, they'd wear a suit and tie on the radio. I can't do that, but it, it is imperative that you put on clothes. Like, there'll be times that I might start working at about 6.30 right now, and I haven't got dressed yet, but I want to at least go check some things. But if I had to deal with anybody, I've got to have clothes on. How do, how do y'all work? You get angry at anybody when you're wearing your pajamas. It's hard to, like, Be you stern. Know, yeah, be stern. Take some of your confidence away if you're right. wearing your wearing floppy your foot, house shoes. Your footy pajamas. <laughs> So, where do y'all fall on, and you're included in this too, Megan. Let me just preface this by saying pre-kid. Prefaces? Prefaces. Fall on just walking around the house naked. I was butt naked 99% of the time before we had kids. That's one of the worst things about having children. (laughs) And I have to get on. You can't do that anymore. You know, my boys. And it's so glorious. My boys are getting older now, and they've always kind of been the Jaybird type, and I have to yell at them and put clothes on. But then that means I can't, or I'm not supposed to walk through the house to go get dressed. I can't just walk out of the, you know, you know. Now the girl's getting bigger, and so everybody's got to cover, you know, cover up that. Like right. I have to get on to my old. It's like you need to put more clothes on because what you're wearing is not covering up what you've got. Yeah, type situations. And what's he wearing? Yeah, what's he like a banana hammock? Well, the house? I mean, like, <laughs> well, Sometimes so you like a see-through shirt? <laughs> no, I can't. No, if they got shirts, just wearing a half shirt, no shorts, run like weird science. Best shirt, <laughs> <laughs> three-quarter sleeve mesh half shirt, nothing else. Uh, boots. No, they'll go to like karate, <laughs> and they've got. Uh, I'm sorry, karate, taekwondo is what technically oh. they do. But anyway, taekwondo. They. Uh, Taekwondo. They got on like their compression shorts that have the cup holder so they don't have to wear a jock, which is the best thing ever. Jocks. Who wants to wear the a fucking worst. jock? But a cup holder. It's got a pouch <laughs> that your cup goes into, so you don't have to wear a jock anymore to hold your cup. It doesn't like hold a Yeti. I'd, I'd rather wear a jock than a cup. Yeah, Mark. but the cup's to keep you... Yeah. The cup's to keep you if you get hit in the ghoulies. From I guess if you're kicking <laughs> the ghoulies. Why are you doing that? That's a British term. I'm hitting... I'm hitting my cup. Yeah, that's what, right. Right that's what he's doing. Dijiani over there. Yeah. yeah. That's the best video ever. But they have the, like, some of the ones they have are black and some of them are white. Well, the white ones are basically see-through and, sh- you know, and tight. And there's the damn dong poking around. I'm like, we don't want to see that. Go put on some 
pants. All right, let's take a break from your kids' dongs and get over to what everyone wants to know, which is where do since you're speaking for women in general now, Megan, <laughs> okay. and not just for you. I mean, we have our experience with the few women we've had contact with, but where do you think women fall in general on walking around the house naked compared to men? So... When it's a couple situation, not when you're living alone. Oh, like when you're living with a couple? Depending on how comfortable they are with the other person. I mean, there there are people who do not like to be naked in front of their partner, like only like to be in the dark, so they're just kind of weird. Right. But for me and my friends of the... Uh, Female persuasion? No, I was going more in the... Mexican? Um, no. Irish? Hot? Non-itty-bitty-titty committee. So we're, hey. on, we're on the reverse of that. You have my you have attention to, You now. have to have kind of His some type attention. of layer there because it, otherwise everything just feels like it's it's just going around, you know. But I feel like most women walk around naked. Like, it's not a big deal. Our house before children, it was a nudist house. And I'm, I'm hopeful that when those little, you know, Ticks sucking all my energy and and Just money. So hateful. Now that if they listen to this, they deserve it, and they know, and they know, and they're hearing about your dong hanging out. All they're, they're hearing about their, their dong, their dong yeah. hanging out. They're embarrassed now. They. If they come home after they're gone to college and they just show up unexpectedly, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that. So here's the thing. So TC's big uh, on the like liking open windows. He likes a lot of light. So we have a front, you know, that front room where like the record player is. And Ty and I both know okay. because we've been to your house. Yeah, it's lovely. Okay. So now, explain this floor plan to me. All right. So when you first walk in, there's like a front entry, like a den that kind of goes into the dining room. But it's there's lovely. A, it's but there's a nice. huge window there. We it's have to just in close. front of the guest quarter. We always close it because our dog will bark at anything that's moving out there. But TC, he likes to go read up there. There's no TV up there because he likes to have like a reading room. I've so, seen TC read there. It was fascinating. Yeah, he was reading it. Um, but no, that that is open. And like anytime we go to a hotel, the first thing he does is open up all the windows and like fuck yeah. And then I always I light. crank the air down because I'm like I'm not paying for it. Let's exactly. get it to 66. Yep. Um, but no, so he'll have the windows wide open, and it's like right before like we have to go somewhere to take a shower, and I'm walking out like, oh my god, the windows are open. He's like, let him watch, or hey. let him see, and I'm like, and he's talking about himself usually because I'm like before I get in the shower, I'm like closing the windows, but I don't get that. Like he does not care if that window is open, and in the front room, and he's just walking around like it's nobody. I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I think I'm on the TC side. Yeah, on that. the only thing I worry about with that is like if there's kids and they yeah, neighborhood, there's that yeah. Kind of you know thing. that I'm in a predominantly Mexican neighborhood, so there's tons of little niños walking around mm, and yes. abuelas. Yeah, yeah, abuelas across the street. There's a house across my street, across the street from me, and there's probably 15 people living in the one house, and it's like a. This is the house I heard Jake talking about. Yeah, afraid yeah. to go over there. Well, there was yeah. the fight that time. Yeah, that he was that they had the thunder stick. <laughs> yeah, some guy got killed. Yeah, he he's dead now. Yeah, yeah. Um, How did he die? I'm sorry. Thunder stick. Whatever that. What is it? The rain stick. The rain maker. <laughs> the rain stick. You know the. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you could beat the hell out of somebody with he one of those. He got killed with a rain stick. He didn't die. He didn't really it's just die. A TBI. No. It was just that, like Jake, and Jake's really weird because he has a key to our house, but I think he feels I'd weird about you. Well, I think he feels weird about using it, but there's times where I don't think he wants to come in and see TC naked again. Maybe I'm not. sure he's seen TC naked. Well, I was going to say were... they used to live together. Yeah. Well, my thing is that like there's there's times where either like 
if he's got to do a Mavs game, we're not home. And he's like, hey, can I come take a nap or do something? Like, because it's right down the street and he doesn't want to drive to Fort Worth. So I'm like, just use your key. Like, why do we got to have the fucking door unlocked? That like our house has been broken into before. I don't want to have that unlocked. Which but, you may have paid someone to do. You know, I resent you bringing that up in the Fargo podcast. <laughs> because I would have... I would have gotten something out of it, okay? I didn't get well, anything out of it, it but I think it went wrong. I think TC thwarted it, and it was very Fargo. I, I TC think, had to be the hero. I didn't think about it till I watched Fargo, and I was like, holy shit. He thought now that I said it Megan planned this. And it and went he, wrong. It makes a little sense. TC's and I wasn't the hero there. of the day. I mean, what was really weird, though, is like he waited to call me after the cops got there, and then he was like, hey, um, so... Uh, the house got broken into. I'm like, what? And so I'm like, I'm starting to panic. And he's like, the guy, like, he tells me the story. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, of course, I call my mom. And my mom starts crying. I'm like, what the fuck are you crying? Like, nothing happened to you. Because she loves TC and he was threatened. <laughs> I guess. She just thought, you know, what are we going to do without him? Uh, but, no, just like, then he was like, didn't want to tell. Like, he didn't tell his parents because he was like, because he was packaging. Because he told the story on air. And it was wonderful. It but was I was just good. like, are you kidding? Like, your parents are going to hear this and not, like, I think we even, we kind of told him, like, right before he told, told the story on air. But it's kind of like, how do you do that? You're like, hey, uh, BT Dub, so someone tried to break in and threaten me with a knife? <laughs> it, it was, it was great. And, you know, I think TC's shining moments are the, the break in story and how everybody was just in awe of it on air. And the then, hog. of course, the hog. Yeah, yeah. Those are that his, was a nightmare. I it know would it was been it was better if the you, hog but... had broken in. Yeah, like he, that'd have been great. Yeah, we could probably arrange that if you want a new no. a fuck Fargo two. I think the I told, hog's revenge. Yeah, I think I yeah, told make you us a that key. my my biggest thing whenever this all happened, and when he told me like oh, he's gonna, I, I for some reason wasn't listening. I listen every day, so I usually can keep up with what's going on. But I didn't listen this day that this bet went out. And when he came home and he told me the story, and I'm like, so you got to catch a hog. Like, okay, it, it just sounded very much like the Marty McFly, like, calling him chicken, and he's like, I'm not going to let them think that I'm dumb, so I'm going to, I'm like, this just seems stupid. So, just to, just to reset oh, for yeah. those that may not have heard it, so your husband works on a radio station that we listen to, and he made an on-air bet that he could catch a wild feral hog in Texas, mm -hmm. and there were, they, they crawdaded on him and trying to weasel out of it. Yeah. Because there was a, what a thousand dollars on the line, or two thousand, and then that much? that's good hog it. money. Yeah, yeah it's a thousand good. each. So. Yeah, a thousand each. Okay. And so they that's didn't good. want to pay it, but eventually he came through with the sickliest wild hog anyone's oh, ever man. seen. Poor thing. Well, my barely thing, a hog. Well, so whenever he originally described like that we were going to have a trailer and I think Travis was going to let him use a trailer, right. but he needed some type of license to drive it or something. Yeah, it was... I just imagined like this trailer being in my driveway and like my dog going outside and <laughs> just barking his head off. And then the pig just kind of like butting up against the thing all night long. We're going to have to have it hold till Monday. And I'm just like, you know, I don't really want to be a part of this. And so I was like, whenever you get this money, you spend it on whatever you want. I was like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want your dirty pig money. <laughs> did, did you, did you take the dog and go to your parents? No, um, because then he eventually, like, he hadn't caught the hog, and then it was finally like someone was like, oh, we got a hog in a trap, and it worked out to where he. Yeah, that he was went like that a morning. A, that was cutting it close to their deadline. It really was, and 
I mean, I'm glad that he did it so he could say he did it. But, you know, there's people who are, like, nitpicking, being like, he had help getting the, the cage up there. I'm like, it's a fucking 100-pound cage. It, anybody would. Yeah. yeah, no, it was. I mean, it, and the people nitpicking are going to be the people that are going to nitpick about just about anything. But I thought I was proud of him that he, you know, stuck through and went through it. Cause I was really pun- afraid any- to the very end that they were going to crawfish on him, though. Oh, they not- were. They I mean, were so weasley well, and that's on the thing that. is that I hate the I hate the whole radio bit just of like they're jerks to him, but then they're like friends with him yeah, on the side. Yeah, I'm just right. like I it's just a, hate it's that a bit. Crap. My my wife feels the, feels the same way about this podcast. <laughs> what that you guys like aren't nice to each other? <laughs> he doesn't I'm have any followers. She doesn't, like joke, she doesn't just... like that. Sometimes the character he plays is cast in a lot that he's not intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that at all. I don't think that. And he is a learned man. <laughs> I will say that I was like whenever I first listened to you guys, I really enjoy the accents. But you guys were talking about like I don't know if it was economics or it was some <laughs> shit and I was just like I told you see I was like these guys are really smart. Like you like you wouldn't expect it. <laughs> we fooled her. <laughs> but I hadn't met you guys yet, so I didn't know you weren't that smart. Uh, yeah. I sometimes that goes away quickly. <laughs> right. If I have to describe this, I tell it you know, to somebody that doesn't know us, I'd say that we're like three educated hillbillies. You really are. Yeah. Very we educated. I mean, highly educated. Some of us are more highly educated than others of us. Yeah. Right. Two of us are more highly educated. I am the least educated than the other. I can see mm. that. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows. It shows. <laughs> All right. What my my question about Mrs. Longmire that I want to have with her the next time we have dinner is <laughs> does does she prefer the character or the man? And she's not going to tell you the truth, so <laughs> I don't want your opinion on it. I want to have another uh, long discussion with her where it's just the two of us just where we, two can, of you. Right. we can really dive right. into this. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard in one of the former episodes, Megan, but it was almost Mrs. Yes, Webb. Yes, you were, you were one day. And it's funny you say, say that because the last time that was brought up. <laughs> she doesn't like that <laughs> story, she, she I bet. She came to me the week that that aired and she's like, what in the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I don't ever remember even... I mean, I think he went out with one of my friends. Well, that's the thing. She didn't ever know about it. You were blinded. Or she was blinded. That's right. It it was a friend. One of her friends was going to set us up. So she didn't even know know. about the snare, the web that she was fixing to walk into. That's learned. <laughs> you don't get the, you don't get that kind of double entendre with a high school GED. That didn't come over from this side of the table. That's no. all on that side right there. Yeah, she 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 was completely unaware of that. Okay, I got you. I got you. Lucky her. She, she didn't just didn't to... know how how great her life could have been. Right. Well, she would have. Exactly. I tell you, she would have missed out on a twenty piece Grandies. <laughs> Because the girl that I took out instead, uh, for various point. reasons, that's where we went. We With went your $120? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a different story. Have you that episode yet? The $120, uh, t- it's the second episode. You may not have that. That was probably my you, high mark. You, like, uh, labeled them weird, so I thought maybe they weren't real episodes. Like, you put, like, question marks and parentheses and stuff in them? That's the only good episode I've ever had, so you should that. check it out. In okay. the second episode... 
It's about Something, the first time I took a date out it, of town. It's and the first one that Ty was on. Right, because the uh, first episode was just me and Heavy That in was Carpenter Pencil episode. Yeah. Because yeah. the second one, because we, we were still feeling things out, and Ty wasn't sure exactly how we were going to do things, so it's very profanity-laced <laughs> at the beginning. I hit the and, ground running. <laughs> and me and Gus Coming in a little like, hot. We, we need to tame this back just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Do I need to go and add some extra beeps into the uh, the original? It was... No. It was a terrible date story situation. That was great. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a good story, but it was... It's a, a good, good, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Like, if you imagine everything that could go wrong with, like, the first time you have a real big date situation, it was kind of like that. And you have to go out of town, because dating in our little town... Wasn't a whole lot of options. We had to drive out of town for the movies. Yeah, yeah. we went to the. Yeah, movies. by that time the movies were yeah. closed. Yeah. Well, we did too. Well, well. In Cedar Hill, they didn't have a movie theater. Cedar when I Hill. Mm. We had to drive to Grand Prairie. Did you have to drive thirty minutes. Uh, thirty no, miles. Ten, fifteen minutes away. Yeah, whatever. Cedar That's, Hill's pretty. I mean, area. it is now. But yeah. When I lived there, was a dump. Do we have? Uh, any other Twitter? Yes, we do. Question. Do we there have any one, other? There was one that I have a good story for. Okay, all right. I think I'm, this Let's is get the to one, that one. Then. One Ray Ranfield. That was it. Asked hey. if Megan could only listen to one song for the rest of her what? life. What Metallica song would that be? That wasn't the one. I wasn't tagged in that one. No, you weren't. But that's what's the beauty of Ray Ranfield. <laughs> well, it ties in with another. Well, hold on. Uh, with his other one, because then you're supposed to say "Fade to Black." I'm not that saying anything. That is a anything. great song. I, I'm not a big Metallica person. I might do Were one. you more of a master of puppets or ride the lightning? Those ride are, the lightning. See? You're, that's why That's why we're blood brothers. Yeah. It was ride the lightning. It was the second one. Second. Well, I was on that one. Master of puppets is great, though. Yeah, it is good. Do you remember uh, one of the thugs wearing the metal up your ass shirt to junior high? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that we had friends, well, not friends, we had acquaintances in junior high Junior high football, and they had mustaches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We we, we we went to, I remember y'all, there were eighth graders, because I was in seventh grade, y'all were in eighth grade. There were guys that were driving to eighth grade. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. We're yeah. not going to get off on and junior high. They actually high had a license. We'll lose Megan and they actually three quarters of the license. audience. Yeah. All right. I'm having trouble finding Ray Ranfield. Come on, man. Fish it out. I'll yes. pull it up. Looking. God, Easy. Plus, I got to do everything by myself. Hold on. Damn it. It's just a bunch of dead air. Oh, I got it. It all gets oh, in. Are you ready for it? He'll edit out all the dead air. Are it you ready? Away. You got it, Meg. It's what's the most shameful place you've e- you have ever vomited? Oh, I thought you were going to say make whoopee. <laughs> this isn't in the match. Ass? Well, that would be newlywed game. Yeah. Um, which we would have to talk about that because match game was my jams. Oh, match um, game. Don't get us started. I know. But so we were talking. So this made me think of the story, which can tie into Metallica. Um, so as far as vomiting, the only time I ever really vomited is food poisoning or like over drinking. And in my early twenties, like right when I had turned twenty one, I was working somewhere, and then the like. I didn't really talk to anybody, if you can imagine that. Because you don't Anti- like people. Yeah, antisocial. So this girl asked me if I wanted to go out with her and her boyfriend to like go bowling or something. Threesome. Mm-hmm. No. So Knocking I'm- down those pins. So anyways, she's. I'm like, oh, Using sure. Like pins. I need to try and make friends. Gutter so I decided to go out. I decided to go out with her. So I go to her apartment. <laughs> you need yeah, to, we. You need we to grow didn't up. need the full visual from Gus. <laughs> 
<laughs> he went full Neapolitan ice cream on us over there. God almighty. So anyways, I get to her house and she's like, hey, um, before we go to the, the place, like, let's drink before we get there and then that way we don't have to spend as much money on alcohol. It's like, a strong sure. play. This all sounds like set up for threesome. So I haven't eaten anything. So I go there and she's Heading got, down to the regal she's got <laughs> tequila for, uh, from Mexico. And so I do like two or three Hecho shots. And- Mexico. Yeah, I do two or three shots, and I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm like, great, awesome. Chewing on the worm. Yeah, so we go to the bowling alley. How many articles of clothing had you taken off at that point? I had all my clothes on because we were going to the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. So we go to the bowling alley, and we get, like, two pitchers of beer. Well, I'm, like, I'm a heavy, like, I used to be a really heavy drinker, so I can go through a pitcher by myself. So I do that, and I'm just, like... (laughs) Quality. I'm just like super wasted and I'm just dizzy as all get out. So I'm like, okay, shit, I need to go to the bathroom, compose myself, like snap out of it. Can I ask myself. you a question real yes. quick? At the bowling alley ladies restroom, is there a condom machine with French ticklers? No. Like it's in the men's. It's every men's restroom no. and every bowling This is alley. a nicer place than that. And I proceed right. I proceeded you got nicer French tickler than the men's <laughs> yes. bathroom. I proceeded to uh throw up like in the bathroom. Fine. I made it in the toilet. But like I guess I popped like a blood vessel in my nose and it's so, like my nose starts bleeding. Or the cocaine so, might yeah, exactly. Have done it. I felt like I was a real big coke addict. Whatever. So I, I regained control, throw up, I'm fine. I go out and I'm like, hey I'm ready to party again. We just <laughs> emptied it all out. So I'm like, give me another picture. Boom. And so, you look like uh Boot rally. I really do. My hair is all messed up. I had like the bob, the bangs. And so we start partying again. I I feel like I'm good. We get into the car. Her boyfriend plays Metallica super fucking loud. And it's super cold outside. What album was it? I don't know. Um, Jay's not going to be happy. I don't care. So he's turning the music up really loud. And it's super hot in there because I've got the heater on. And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, I'm about to throw up again. And I'm thinking, like, can I get the window down fast enough? Like, what am I going to do? So the, I guess, worst place, most shameful place I've ever vomited is in my shirt. Because I proceed in the car. I have to vomit because I don't want to vomit, like, everywhere else. That's noble of you. Well, and it's like I... I go through the first one and gets on my shirt. I'm fine. I feel like nobody's found me out and they can't hear the projectile vomiting. But they can smell it. Exactly. Well, then I end up throwing up on the back of the, the seat. And I'm like super embarrassed. I have to go to her house. I have to take off all my clothes. She, his, her husband has to go and like get the car cleaned. It, it was embarrassing. It was awful. And the threesome didn't happen. Exactly. I had to throw up in like a dog food container. It was just. Have you ever been with a chick and she vomits and then you're like, shit. You're going to have to make out a vomit breath. Yeah. Y'all been in that situation? <laughs> They're just. I've never been in that situation. Okay. No, I don't think so. Yeah, just hanging you out to dry. Yeah, me either. I just heard it was. It was just a question. I heard it was a thing. Just heard it was awful. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like most people throw up at bars. Like, is that is that just me? I tell you, one of the most awkward places I've ever thrown up (laughs) (laughs) was at a come back sometime when he's not with his tie, and it's just going to (laughs) be. Perfectly <laughs> placed. Well, okay, I guess non sequitur. Is the uh a friend of ours well he wasn't he was younger than us. He was after we all after me and Ty ventured back up to the nine oh three, got to hanging out with uh some lots of stories from those days. Some different folks. It was one who was a few years younger than us. He got at his he went off on a cruise or something to get married. They had a big wedding reception when they got back, a few weeks after they got back. 
Well, a bunch of us had been out shooting skeet all day. Drinking. Clay Drinking. Targets shot with a shotgun for those of you not looking I know you ain't looking at me, mansplaining. Watch the mansplaining live. Yeah. trying to make her feel at home. And uh, well, his uh, <laughs> wedding reception was that night. It was a nice deflection. So some, we some drink nice all day taekwondo. and we go up to the wedding reception that night and everybody's, I mean, this Blitzed. is a nice wedding reception. Lots of like real adults there. And like then par- us. Like, like Are parents. you wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Uh, probably. It's possible. So a bunch of inebriated people decide we're going to get up seen. So of course, <laughs> I'm going to take center stage. Of course. In front of all these parents. He's wearing the Bobby Brown mic. I'm praying that he's going to sing right now. And well, he will break into song. I think he's been we, love with me. Well, I puked <laughs> up there. Just, I, just not, I didn't puke. I spit up. Beer, <laughs> but I kept singing. Oh God! What were you Never singing? Never missed a beat. Do you remember? I think we were singing a. Was I? There? I think it was a Jimmy Buffett song. I oh, think God. you might have been. I think I was. was I was too drunk to I remember. Yeah, you, you say it. I'll fix it. Was it. A... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That oh, was a nice. Oh. Re- that yeah, was a nice reception. You really fucked that situation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a. That was an otherwise pretty nice setup. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I... That was a great song. They all had their melodies, and then you went and ruined it. Yeah. yeah. I think we were singing a Jimmy Buffett song Why don't we get drunk like, and screw? I was like, no. is there, isn't there only one Jimmy Buffett song? No. no. There are many Jimmy many, Buffett many, songs. Many, many, many. There's too many. Him, and the, and the best right now, ones are before... Uh, changes in latitude, changes in attitude is kind of oh the turning God. point. They're all I terrible. Feel. But man, before that, you're telling me... I don't like any of it. That come really? Monday is terrible. That, that I don't what, like. No, I don't I like think, it. I think that's what we were singing was "Come Monday." Come Monday, it'll be all right. Come, come Monday, Monday, I'll be holding you tight. I spent four lonely days Standing ovation, man. <clears throat> that Jimmy Buffett before the beach, which is kind of a compilation of his early, early stuff. You should be ashamed of yourself for knowing all of this. I just ne- never. I've tried his old stuff, and I just can't. I mean, you got it, you got the really old stuff, like super old. Yeah, his super it, old stuff. I don't care for. Well, I love that. That's my favorite stuff. And it, I mean, it may all be tainted because I heard the the later stuff first before yeah, I, I heard that I don't old like, stuff. Like when he started singing with. Alan Jackson and Kenny Chesney and stuff. I'm out. You know. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, I just couldn't like even I couldn't do Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, I don't and all like that, that one. stuff. No, no. Anything. Song titles are awful. Just, I tell you what, though, it, brilliant businessman. Oh, he's made so much money. <laughs> that guy's almost a billionaire. Yeah, probably, one now. of his later albums. I can't remember the name of it. That song, The Library. Yeah, yeah. That's a good song. There's never been a good song called The Library. <laughs> I've never heard that, but I can hear it. You remember when the lawman goosed the librarian? Oh, do I. God, I was, was standing about two feet away. One of my favorite things ever. You ever heard that story? If ever there was someone who wouldn't respond well to a goose. Right. So she's also the one who owned that land where we were shooting ducks and they were landing on that frozen pond yeah. and we couldn't figure out how to get them. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother. We had a uh, a widow. <laughs> we killed about 50 times our limit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a widow as a librarian. In high school, she's also a person. Widow woman. <laughs> Even that isn't that redundant. Widow woman. 
Yeah, it yeah. is redundant. Isn't there a song called that? Wait, is that Witchy that? Woman? That's Witchy Woman. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was in Medieval Woman, but okay, let her go. Yeah, let, keep going, please. Wander up. Stop. Sometimes you sing. I do. Hold on a second while I get heavy a Coke. Yeah, how are we coming on that coffee, too, by the way? Oh, would you like some? I would like some. Oh, it, my God. It, <laughs> Unnecessary. Thank you, it's funny, I never have two cups at home. <laughs> We've already done that one. I yeah, do that, that I was do that already one. episode 27. I do that once Come. a week. <laughs> the uh, Anyway, she ha- she had been without man for a long time, as far as we knew. Yeah, as far as you knew. And I'm pretty willing to bet. And we would... Yeah, because she was very proper. And we would mess with her. We had nonstop. This, this is how big of a blow-off schedule I know I had my senior year. I had library assistant twice. <laughs> oh, Lord. How'd you swing that? My last two periods of the day. Oh, the last no, two? No, no, no. I take that back. One right... Uh, after lunch and won the last period of the day. I wow. had it twice. And I'd had it the year before. Once. Golly. I had three runs at that library wow. assistant. What the hell was I doing? All run? we did was jack around with her, too. Mm. Well, we were having our senior play. Oh, look at all. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even wear a in here. Uh, <sighs> at least lay down the p. Getting beeped. Just yeah, take that it. out. Take that out. I don't want to get. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Take that out, too, I guess. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm going to leave that part in. It's going to be all that. Yeah. It's just going to be me cry laughing. Mm. Anyway, the lawman, very atypical for the lawman behavior. Yeah. Right. He He's was usually straight well. edge. Goes up and gooses her ass, and she... Oh, her face matched her hair color. Oh, which, yeah. Beet red. Not pink. Red. And, oh, she started squawking like an old wet hen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we we ran off the PC rails a couple miles back. Yeah, really. Bunch of daddy bushes in here. <laughs> well... You want to hear about his favorite book? <laughs> Are you going to be okay? <laughs> he's he's laughing. He's never had a cigarette in his life. <sighs> Too many campfires for Gus. Too oh. many campfires. <laughs> All right. Burning tires out there. <laughs> we got to keep warm at night. Got to. What's the line from Red Dawn? The, the funeral pyres light up the night. It's medieval. Powers Booth. I don't recall that. Fuck me. Great movie, but I don't recall the line. Anyway. Have you ever watched Red Dawn? The original. The original. Not that bullshit. Yes. Okay. Well, then you'd like Red Dawn. You'd like Red Dawn. He's prominent. And it has. Uh, Well, starting halfway. Right? He's He's a a big part of He's a major character. He whips the Wolverines into shape. really disgusted. There's one episode in particular when uh, Heavy says that uh, Julie Andrews is busty. He's like, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He gets so outraged. He's like spitting mad. He he gets outraged over the smallest things. Yeah, literally. They're used to it. The smallest. I I remember that Victor Victoria scene and her... Not being that bad in that. No, it's not bad. She probably but it's like not, pushed she, him up. She's not busty. Well, no, she's not busty. The, it was about curvate, like 
curvy girls, curvaceous. Yeah, curvy. You know like, who's really curvy? curvy. Julie Andrews. And I had to listen to it four times because I laughed about how I will fight, was just like... I will fight over curvy girls. Okay. <laughs> well, we're at our end. And Ty yeah. wants his damn coffee. And a cigarette. Oh, two cigarettes. What do you mean one? Yeah, never yeah. one. Always two. So, if you would like to join in on anything we've talked about, I can't remember what it was. I don't know what it was. Next, yeah. Next, next time we have Megan around, which I think is going to be pretty soon. Here, <laughs> <laughs> we if I'm need, not asleep. It needs to be more Megan focused. Oh no, that's no, what the no. crowd. That's what the that's fans what people want. want. No, that's not true. That's why her numbers are so much higher than ours. No, it's just the network. She's got guys. a K after her numbers. I'll get you guys on the network. Just give me Man, some time. I don't know that. I don't think we would fit in. I don't good think there. we really want that. Oh, I don't too, think too good for it, huh? I don't think they would want that. The network. Well, think, then, then we I gotta. We're not really corporate guys. We gotta toe the line. We gotta read SeatGeek ads. We don't have. We don't have good enough numbers to get calls from networks. No, no, we're not. We've got know. a guy in Gilmer pretending to be in Melbourne. That's our listener base. We're being catfished. Those are our people. Claiming they're in Ecuador. All right. Well, email can you hear me pod at gmail.com. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Adios. Bye. Gilly. Uh huh. Gilly. Did you throw that milk curtain? Sorry. Her name is Gilly and she's headed again Cause lots of ruckus like a barnyard hen She's always bringing trouble Her hair is like a bubble Knock, knock, who's there is Gilly? Sorry. You think you're tough? Reading beans every day? There's half a million scarecrows in Denver would give anything for one mouthful of what you got. They've been under siege for about three months. Live on rats and sawdust bread, and sometimes on each other. At night, the fires for the dead light up the sky. It's medieval. And world class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.